Amen. Your, your excitement to be in the house of the Lord is contingent upon the hell that you've been through the week before you were able to get into the house of the Lord. Is it anybody that's been through something this week that you understand what I'm saying to you? Hallelujah. Had it, had it been up to you, you'd have lost your mind a long time ago, but because draw no opinions off the off the apparel that your pastor wears, amen because I want you to know Jesus wasn't wearing no suits in Jerusalem amen can I talk about it today it, it, you understand what I'm saying to you I, so whatever I wake up and the Lord says that's what you wear that day, that's what I'm going to wear that day, amen you understand what I'm saying to you because I believe that if I wear the wrong thing but have the right message you still won't receive it, amen hallelujah Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you're going to see suits some days. You're going to see jeans some days. Amen. But you was never supposed to be here for what I had on. You were supposed to be here for the word. Amen. Hallelujah. Excited to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. God is doing something. God is doing. Can I say it again? God is doing something. songwriter used to say, whatever you're doing in this season, just don't do it without me. Is it anybody in the building that knows what I'm, it don't make no, never mind what you're doing, just don't, just don't do it without me. Hallelujah. Children's church is open, amen. Children's church is open. Let's give God a hand clap for these beautiful babies, amen, these beautiful children of God, amen. Children's church is open. Amen. We bless God for the pastors. Amen. The pastors of Children's Church. Amen. Yes, Lord. Amen. Train up your child in the way they should go, and when they grow old, they shall not depart from it. Amen. It ain't tell you that they ain't gonna smell themselves every now and again. But it says eventually they're gonna come back to it. Amen. Amen. So some of you parents are worried about the wrong thing, amen. You have, a, you have a right to be easy if you, if you trained them right, amen. The only time you should be worried is if you didn't train them right, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We bless God for everything that has went forth so far here at the Unity Worship Center, and God has been working pri prophetically, amen. I was texting people and inboxing people. 
going to be here so I got to say this after service I need all the children's church teachers if you signed up and said that you was down for the children's church or the nursery I need you to come down and Shaniqua and Tracy just need about 10 minutes of your time amen amen and bless the Lord and I man of God before they before they run up on me uh, after service I need to speak with you in my office the Lord has been dealing with me heavy and I need to speak I didn't want you to get away I, mean, I ain't putting you on first street I just didn't need you to get away amen bless the Lord just one more time all over the building let's give God a hand clap all praise yeah 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 I almost did it I promise I almost did it I almost I almost did the Holy Ghost shuffle I almost did it Kenneth taught us to dance before we Where's Kim Murrow at? Amen. Let's give God a hand clap of praise for Kim Murrow, our newest graduate. Not just a graduate, but she's a valedictorian. Amen. Amen. Bless God. She is an example to our ministry and anyone in our ministry that it doesn't matter how old you are, you can still accomplish. I believe the Bible says that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me and she she knows how to do trigonometry trigonometry and all them other ometries that I failed in school amen amen but the, who, who's, who's in here anybody ever failed them at calculus and that trigonometry and algebra I don't know about nobody else but I'm just so glad God's the God of a GED amen hallelujah <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying Amen. Hey, don't front on my GD. I can get the same job you can. Amen. Less three, four felonies. Amen. <laughs> Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. We are excited. I mean, isn't it great just to be in the house of the Lord? I mean, just think about it. We are in the house of the Lord. With all the hell that you've been through on the week before, we are in the house of the Lord. Amen. As, as most of you know, I'm just going to go ahead and get started. You got a lot to say today. As most of you know, that we're coming out of a six-week sermon series, uh, which was entitled "For Where We Are Headed," and and I believe that uh, for those of us who are serious about the health of our church, some things went forth from that series that somewhat uh, shifted us in another gear. Amen. I think we saw like seven to ten people join the ministry over a month and a half during that season, which is an implication that the Lord, the Lord was in it. Amen. G get excited. See, okay, so I said I was going to teach y'all when to praise. So when you say something like, so we know that the Lord was in it, you're supposed to say stuff like amen and clap your hands. Okay. See, see, 107.9 has trained you when to praise the world. So it's the pastor's job to train you when to praise the word. Amen. So, so let's try it again. Amen. And so, so we've seen about seven to ten people join the church in about a month and a half. So we know that the Lord was in it. That's a praise moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. So, so, so uh, I say somewhat it, it shifted. It some, somewhat, that's the word, somewhat shifted us because there is still an element within us but won't leave us, but clearly doesn't love us. Ooh. Can I say that again? There, 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 there is an element that is still with us, and they, they won't leave us, 
but I'm beginning to believe that they do not love us. See, the reality is you take care of what you love. Amen? You, you, you take care of what you love, and, and you ride with what you believe in. Amen? You, you take care of what you love, and you ride with what you believe in. And, and it is encouraging but sad at the same time that our newest members, our newest family members, have already volunteered to work in the church, and, and, and they're doing the things of God around the church. You understand what I'm saying to you? Uh, uh, when we have people that have been here for years that won't do anything to further or strengthen our ministry so that we can be more focused on the areas of our mandate. It's a sad day. It's a sad day when you got people who's been a member for not even a month doing more already than the people that's been members for six years. And I'm not saying that to make anybody feel bad. I'm just trying to say it's, it's time for you to get it you to get it together, amen? Uh, and, and I want to say this, and I want to say this, don't, don't be getting mad if I become and start sitting between some of y'all, because I don't need the new members that's focused and want to do and want to bless and be a blessing to the house of the Lord, because I don't know if that lazy spirit in the church is contagious, and I don't want the new members to catch the lazy spirit of the members that don't want to do nothing. Amen? We've got to guard the house. This is our community, and we've got to guard our community, amen? You, you don't let nobody just come into your household and do whatever they want to do around your children, do you? Amen, all right. See, see, so, 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 so I'm, I'm asking God to please send more people to this ministry that will love it, take care of it, as well as commit to it, and not just in the area of lip service, but, but rather in your heart. And I want you to understand that Jesus had something to say about that subject, that very subject. And, 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 and I want to say this real quick because you got to be careful about what you sign up for but don't do. I, I, want, you, I want you to, I, I work alone today, honey. I, 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 I want you to be careful about making a vow because the Bible says, as you heard my wife say, it is better to not make a vow at all than to make a vow and not keep it. Can I, can I just go ahead and say this? If I call you, it's because the Lord has told me to call you. And if I ask you to do something, it wasn't because I just said, you know what, they look like they could do that. It's because the Lord put it on my heart to do that. We all together on that? So when you say yes to that, guess what? You're not lying to me. You're lying to the Lord. And, and, and be careful about this. Be careful about this. Be careful of being able to make promises that you know you ain't going to keep and don't have no problem with it. It, 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 it could be that you're flirting with a word called reprobate. Anytime that you can just lie and lie easily and lie with no regard and lie and don't say you sorry and lie and don't worry about it and then come back lie and then lie about the excuse of why you didn't do what you lied about. You better be careful, amen? Amen? So, so some of you are sitting in here, I hear you, Holy Ghost, and saying, well, you know what, I just ain't going to say it. No, 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 no. Because, because laziness is just as bad as lying. Amen. We, we have them dying out there. They are dying out there. 
We, we, we have teenagers that ain't going to listen to nobody but us because the, most of our church is tatted up and slugged up. And you understand what I'm saying to you? They're not going to listen to folks that's wearing three-piece suits and, and you know, and this and that. They, they are listening for, a, they are looking for a group of people who's been through hell, who's been through the fire, who's been through where they are right now. And those are the people that they are going to listen to. So we have to get it together so that we can get out there and save the harvest. You clap right there because now you're saying, see why, you, why, 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 why I praise that? Because that means your nephew, we're going after your nephew. Clap right there. We're going after your niece. We're going after your grandchildren. We're trying to make sure that we don't bury them at 16, 17, and on. Amen? Some of you are trying to figure out why you continuously and your people connected to you are continuously going through the hell that you are going through. Could it be that you're not on your job? Every time that somebody dies, it is connected to me some type of way. I feel like I failed them if I never went to them before they died and said what needed to be said. What do you think you carry this great gospel on the inside of you for? Lord, have mercy. In the book of Matthew, chapter 15, verses 8 through 9, the New King James Version, the Bible says, these people, this is what Jesus had to say about people who who operate in lip service more than physical service, amen? He said, these people draw near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their heart, their heart is far from me. And in vain, he said, I don't even know why you're worshiping. In vain, they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. The first thing that I want you to see is Jesus has made a separation between himself, his followers, and the people whose worship ain't for real. Do, do you see it there? Let's, let's, let's look at the chapter from the beginning, and then maybe you'll, you'll understand it. So we're going to go to Matthew 15, verses 1 through 9. And the Bible reads, uh, uh, these people draw near to me. Okay, I'm sorry. Then the scribes and the Pharisees who were from Jerusalem came to Jesus saying, why do your disciples transgress the tradition of the elders? For, do not, uh, for they do not wash their hands when they eat bread. Come on, let's go. He answered and said to them, why do you, <laughs> he turns the barrel of a shotgun, why do you also transgress the commandment of God because of your tradition? For God commanded, saying, honor your father and your mother, and he who curses father or mother, let them be put to death. But you say, whoever says to his father or mother, whatever profit you might have received from me is a gift to God. Then he need not honor his father or mother. Thus you have made the commandment of God of no effect by your, by your tradition. Hypocrites. Well, did Isaiah prophesy about you saying, these people draw near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. And in vain they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. Do we see what's happened there? They have literally become so self-righteous that they have replaced true doctrine with the doctrine of them. 
be very recurrent, very recurrent, that you do not read the word and it not satisfy your flesh. And, and so, so, so since it does not satisfy your flesh, you decide to make that word mean what you need it to mean so that you can continue to do what you do, though you know it's wrong. I feel like preaching today. Amen. Now, now, now the scribes were, were a group of people with, with the profession of writing. It was a profession that could be handed down from, from father to son or, or it could be taught. And they, and they mentioned in the New Testament as, as, as they were a group uh, in the, that was in conflict with Jesus and his apostles. Now, now, now the Pharisees was a religious and a, and a so, so, so I want you to get this. Now, that was the scribes. But the Pharisees, they was a religious and political elite, educated men. They, uh, as spiritual and political leaders of the Jewish people, they imposed their religious laws. Be careful when people are trying to impose things on you. God don't impose. The Bible tells us that the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. So anytime you find somebody trying to impose, uh, that's connected to dominate. That's in connected to uh, 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 just uh, intimidation. Be careful when people want to scare you into heaven. God didn't have to scare nobody into heaven, amen? Uh, and and, and, and so, 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 so they imposed their religious laws. Only members of old Pharisee families could become Pharisees. Don't, don't that sound like church folk? <laughs> family church? Everybody got the good jobs in family church, amen? Yeah, yeah, but the distant cousins, you know them, because all they get to do, oh, let me stop. So, 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 so get this, it's, it's, you know, only members of the Pharisees' family could, could become Pharisees, and, and they mentioned in the New Testament that this group as well, as well had conflict with Jesus Christ and his apostles. It, it, it's funny that the only thing that these two sects of people have in common is that they both had an issue with the Messiah. I want you to understand that when God begins to truly begin to operate through and in your lives, folk that don't like each other will come together to come against you. Amen. <laughs> Find it not strange when one hater was talking about another and then both those haters come for you. Amen. Lord, have mercy. So, so, so we see that Jesus has been confronted by the Pharisee and the scribes with a legitimate question according to the customs and the times that they, that they were in at that time. And, and what they were doing is they was hoping to trip him up. And so, and, so, and, so they, and so they would ask him constantly through the synoptic gospels, they would ask him things to trip him up. Be careful of answering everybody's question. Some folk only rap into you to trip you up. So some, some people ask you things that are hard. Some, things, some people ask you things that really ain't none of their business. Some people ask you things that if you answer it incorrectly or you don't answer, or you answer it in a way that they can twist it, they'll twist it and go back and say, well, you know, such and such said, be careful of the people who ask you questions that you, and I don't answer questions from nobody I ain't connected to. If it ain't about this word, I don't, I don't ain't none of your business. Well, I heard, and you're going to hear some more, ain't none of your business. Amen. No, don't, don't be afraid to offend people uh, when, when, when it is that they're coming to offend you. You understand what I'm saying to you? Oh, Lord. And, and, and that's different from returning evil for evil. Let me put that out there. That's the difference. Amen? And so, and so, and so, and so uh, uh, we see that he's confronted, and, and they're hoping to trip him up. But instead, what happened is Jesus asked them a question from the same origin. He said, he, you know, and, and it basically says, how are you going to ask me about something when you ain't fulfilling the law yourself? 
Amen. Isn't it amazing that when you begin to go to church and you begin to uh, uh, follow the ways of God and you're serious about the ways of God, all the people that want to tell, want to talk about you and remind you of who you used to be and what you used to do, and, 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 and because of what you used to do and who you used to be, they want to continuously remind you why you can't be who you say you are today? We was listening to a song on the way up here about Dietrich Haddon, and he said, uh, he said, uh, you know, he said, he, he said, some of y'all saw me on Preachers of L.A., and why was y'all in, and I'm trying to say, why was you on TV acting that way? And he said, uh, you, he said, I'm sorry, lady, but I got to, uh, uh, I got to keep it real. He said, because that's just how I am. And then he said, he said, but for real, your mindset is worse than mine. He said, it would have been better if you'd have been a little kind. We, we can't be people that beat people into the church. Amen. We, we cannot be people that's going to beat people in the church. And so, and so Jesus says, so how are you going to call me out when you doing wrong yourself? And, and after G and, and hold up. And he said, he said, this, he said, and that ain't even a commandment of God. What you own. Well, what you own is what you've made up. Be, be careful about that as well. Whole lot of be careful today. Be careful about that as well. Be careful about people who make their own laws. And so, and so after, after, after Jesus turns the barrel of the shotgun towards the Pharisees and the scribes, uh, he, he makes a, a solid point with the fact of his own. He, he then tells them how he feels about them. Look at verse number seven. And, 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 and he says it in one word, how he feels about them, his thoughts on, on both sects. He, he says, hypocrites. The definition of the word hypocrite is a person who pretends to have virtues, moral, or religious beliefs, principles, etc., uh, that, that, that he or she does not actually possess. Ever met anybody like that? That, 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 that make you feel like they're so holy, they work hard to show you how holy they are, but when the hell hits their door front, all holiness goes out the window and people begin to operate in their flesh because that's what they've always known to fall back on? Lord, have mercy. So, so, so let me break something down in here today that, that, that I feel happens in, uh, in our generation that is a major problem. We have people today who profess Jesus but live nothing like him. And, and they justify their carnal behavior with talk like, uh, God is still working on me. They justify their carnal behavior uh, uh, with stuff like, well, I ain't there yet. Oh, he going to have to do a little bit more for me before I... And, and I want to be very clear about this. God does not accept your mess because he understands it. <laughs> he can understand your mess, but that doesn't mean that he accepts it. In fact, we know that he doesn't. And, and, and watch this. And, and he does not accept that you are not where you should be by now. You understand what I'm saying to you? He is, we, we've, we've made ourselves most comfortable in the things of God because, you know, God knows my heart. Well, then if that's the case, you ought to be concerned. God know my heart. You don't know your heart. Amen. The Bible said it in Jeremiah 17 and 9. Who, he said, he said most des the most desperately wicked, the most deceitful thing that you're operating in is your heart. And then he asked a question. He says, who can know it? And we know it was the Lord that was saying that because he came back and he answered his own question. He said, I, the Lord, knows. Around here talking about, you know, and, and try to get, you ever seen them when they get jazzy with it? You know, hey man, you know, that just ain't a God. Yeah, you can't judge me. Yes, I can. First Corinthians 2 and 15 says, He that is spiritual can judge all things. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. I don't have a heaven or a hell to put you in, but I do get to look at what you're saying and what you're doing. And if that thing don't line up, I got a right to call you out. And the problem in the 21st century church is that now there's not enough Christians that are calling people out. 
Hard to call people out when you foul. I know something about it. Can I be honest? I, there was a time in my pastoralship that I was all the way foul, and, and I would see things, I would hear things, I would watch things, and, and I wanted to say, and every time I'd say, Satan would go, he'd come up and show me where I'm at. People that I love was getting ready to make some of the greatest mistakes of their lives, and, and they were making the greatest mistakes of their lives, and I couldn't say nothing because every time I came to warn them, the accuser would bring up where I was. See, sometimes you got to love the folk that you are connected to enough to keep yourself together. You understand what I'm saying to you? Because the people that you're trying to save, they don't want to hear nothing from you if you ain't rocking with this thing the right way. Do you understand what I'm saying to you today? You've got to be for real about your, about your worship. Lord, clear their heads. Anytime they hear that there could have been some, some wrongdoing of any kind, people begin to stick to that and not get the gist of what was being said. Clear the meddlesome's heads, Lord. So, 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 so let me break this thing down here so that you can, you can get what I'm talking about. We, we have, get this, when people begin to say things like, you know, he's still working on me, he ain't done with me yet, I mean, what I begin to wonder is how powerful is your mess that he's been so successful with everyone else, but then he gets to you and gets stumped. You, you got to be a special kind of evil for God to get to you and be like, you know what, I ain't never seen this before. You either a special kind of evil or a special kind of arrogant. See, see, because I want you to catch this. Oh, Lord, help me. I want you to catch this because sometimes even when you're crying out or you say that you're crying out, you're really not crying out. You're really trying to give, you're really giving Satan the, the, the glory because you say stuff like, you know, I'm just all messed up and I'm just this, this, and this, and I'm just, you know, and I just, and, I, and, 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 and then I begin to wonder like, so, so who you with? Who you with? Because if you believe, if I tell you that God has the power to deliver you, to set you free, to heal you, to all of these different things, and, and you tell me that you don't really know because you're this bad, no, 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 you're not really that bad, you're just that arrogant. You're that caught up with yourself. The Satan is still using you while you're trying to break, while you claim to be trying to break through. And, and, and when you're going to, see, that's why, that's why the Bible says many of us not need to be teachers, because when you're a teacher, you've got to say the rough stuff. And so sometimes you've got to tell somebody, look, shut up, okay? I said he can heal you, he can heal you, okay? Yeah, yeah, there's power in shut up. Some, sometimes you just got shut up. There is power. God can heal you. How are you going to heal everybody else that can't heal you? You ain't even done bad as such and such. <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> I used to ask God all the time. I was like, Lord, are you sure? Why would you pick me to pastor? He says, because you don't know anybody worse than me. So when they come to you, there's no judgment nor you still have, and, and you also still have the confidence to know that God can, can deliver them because they ain't as bad as you was. And if I delivered you, so, 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 and the truth is many of us are not where we should be in God because the reality is we don't want to be, or, or we want to be religious with the past. We want to be religious with the past. We, we want to come to church, sing with the praise team, shout with the preacher, and that's the extent of our holiness. But when we get away from the church, the real you comes out, and, and the carnal creature is back in effect, and the carnal Christian is back to confusing and throwing off the people that he should be or she should be witnessing to and leading them to Jesus. 
Ain't I need nothing worse than to leave church holy, get to your hood and be hellish. Do you know that some of you are living in the places that you are living in right now simply because you were supposed to get the word, come get the word, take the word back and deliver your, 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 your village? You understand what I'm saying to you? Some of you are trying to get to that nice house. Your credit is straight. Your money is straight. All that's straight. But you still can't get what you want because there's still work to be done in the village that you sleep in. Some of you have been trying to get off your job. You understand what I'm saying to you? Get to the next level. Get the next job. Get the best job. And God ain't going to let you do till you become the light that you were supposed to be in that dark place. Everybody in here, everybody in here hellish. Everybody in here sin. And you too. And until you get yourself together and be the light that you're supposed to be, watch this. You're going to stay in that job that you hate. You understand what I'm saying to you? Until you do your job. God, I need. Yeah, and I need you to do what you're supposed to do. You know why the church is starting to grow? Because you're finally starting to handle your business. Talking about other stuff other than sports and, and sales at Kmart. We ain't got no Kmart. Walmart. Ain't no sales at Walmart. At the mall. My, my wife loves when I mess up. Did y'all hear her? She laughed the hardest, right? So I'm going to tell y'all a quick story, then we're going to get through it. Can I get the towel? I'm going to tell y'all a quick story. Thank you. And she hit my towel. Oh, so we go, I'm going to tell you a quick story. And people of fashion will understand this, right? So, yeah, I'm going to tell it. You shouldn't have laughed that hard. Don't laugh at me. We're going to really give us a laugh at you. Today... She was helping me with my wound from where I was sick and stuff. And then she says, here, why you, let me just go ahead and throw these, you know, because I, I got a real wife, right, you know, the kind of, you know, help you uh, put your socks on when you need to, you understand what I'm saying? Now, I bless the Lord that, you know, I'm, I'm 279 now, and I can tie my own shoes and put my own socks on. But you better, let me tell you, let me tell you single men something. Let me tell you single men something. You better get you a woman that when, when you can't do certain things, she don't mind to do them for you. You understand what I'm saying? Because it ain't always going to be pretty. It ain't always going to be easy. And you don't always want the thick one and the pretty one and the cute one. And, you know, like, chopping gum. When you, you want the one that just say, you know what? If it comes to the point to where I need to wipe you because your body is not fit. Some of y'all ain't clapped because y'all still looking for the cute one. Y'all. Y'all still looking for the one with a six-pack, but there's going to be the one with the keg to take care of you. You understand what I'm saying to you? Told my wife, you don't need no LL nor his abs, girl. You get all this. You get all this. So, pray for me. I promise I'm saved. I, I, so she, she, she said, I'll throw your socks on for you real quick. And she puts on some Adidas socks. Now, we didn't already talk about what I'm wearing today, right? So she knows I'm wearing Nike shoes. And she put, <laughs> so, so I, get, I get the shoes, right? And I ain't paying attention to my feet yet. I walk out because I don't let nobody tie my shoes now that I can tie them now. You understand what I'm saying to so, so, so I sit down and, you know, and, I, you know, I, and I'm talking because, you know, when you done lost a little weight, you get cocky with it. I talk while I've been down. Because I used to, if I tried to talk when I've been down, I'm, <laughs> but now. <laughs> So I bend down to tie my shoes, and I notice I got Adidas socks on. And I said, Miriam, how hast thou cast this sin amongst me? 
for the fashion gods are truly upset. Y'all ready? Guess what she's going to say? Tell her, and when I say, when I tell you what she said, I just want everybody to look and say, nah, you wrong for that. She said, she said, it don't matter. If I would have wore my Adidas with these Nike shoes, I'm telling you, I, the anointing would have just been gone, gone, just nothing. <laughs> Back to business. You notice it's only the women being rebellious, right? They, they, they stick it with them, Benny. They stick it with her. You know what I'm saying? You know that's wrong. You know it's wrong. Benny up there like, I'd have never done that. I'd have never. Sonya bet not ever. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keith, you styling. You ain't never going to do nothing like that, are you? Yeah, the ultimate sin. I promise you my ankles would have been itching and I've been up here and the Lord said. Okay, let me stop. Let me get Let me. Listen, I love to laugh. It, it, I'm always concerned when I'm around saved people that can't laugh. Amen. He brought me through too much. Amen. For me to be frowning and I bless God. Hey, I'm going to laugh. Amen. So, so, so get this. So, so the carnal Christian gets away from church and it's back to training our children to be hypocritical in the things of God. That's what, that's what happens. The, the carnal Christian, you know, they're only holy for the moment, and that's the problem that we're having in the church. And do you know that, 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 that the, the hypocritical Christian was probably most trained by a hypocritical parent? And, and it's a generational cycle that continues to go on and on and on. You understand what I'm saying to you? Now, now oh, she didn't like me. Yes, she did. She had to be at work. See, see, thank you, Holy Ghost. See, because you got to fix things, you know, because God, thank you for telling me, because people will think, that, no, she's got to be at work. She's good. She ain't mad. Amen. So, so, so get this. So get this. Uh, 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 when you train wrong, you're going to see wrong. So, so don't train wrong, then have the audacity to be upset about what you see. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? It's, it's, it's rather silly to train wrong and then expect them to operate right. So, 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 and, and this is why some of our church, uh, this is why some of our children hate church and everything about it because they see the fake in some and they associate the some with all of us. And this is why we're losing our children that were grown in the church. Amen. See, see th th this is why as soon as our children are at an age that they can't be made to come to church anymore, we stop seeing them because for years they had to watch people and their families fake it about God. And, and can I just go ahead and tell you that children and teenagers are going through far too much hell to be watching mama and daddy fake it. See, because the, the children understand, hold on, this is our only hope. They're taught upstairs. Jesus is our only hope. And you done faked it about everything. Please don't fake this too. Your faking has messed up everything. Please don't mess this up too. And now they are older starting our own families and they refuse to subject their children to the mess that they had to endure under the guise 
eyes of God. Jesus calls them hypocrites. And I want to show you something in verse number 7. He concludes talking to the Pharisees and, and the scribes. And in verse number 8, he redirects his attention to his disciples and whoever else that's listening to this exchange. Look at, let's look at it. Verse number 7, hypocrites. Or did, well did Isaiah prophesy about you saying, these people draw near me with their lips, with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. And in vain they worship me teaching the doctrines and commandments of men. You, you understand that he's, he's in a crowd. He, oh, come here, let me see. He's in a crowd. Come here, Sherelle. And he's, he's, he's talking. He's, first he's heard. Come here, baby. Come on, get up. He's, he's uh, uh, heard uh, that, that uh, over here. I want you over here, sweetness. Uh, he's, heard, he's heard what they've said. They've, they've, she's just confronted Jesus. And he says, how are you going to confront me? And you ain't doing what you're supposed to do. Hypocrite. And then this is what happens. Have you ever been in a situation when you're done talking and you say, hypocrite? And then you turn your back on him and say, now, here's what you need to be doing. See, he makes a separation from, from, from the Pharisees and the scribes, from him and the believers. And, and then he says back, and you, because he was, he was talking to the Pharisees and the scribes, but you can just see in the spirit where he turns his back and he begins to speak to his disciples and the rest of the people that are there for a word from God. See, every now and then, you've got to know this word to the point to where when you hear foolishness, when you hear madness, you can speak to the madness and then, and then turn your back to it because I ain't got nothing else to say. And all I said was all that mattered anyway when you're talking against God. And then you begin to teach those that you are connected to. Thank you. You see it there. He says, these, these, he, you know, he, he, and, and you know how you also, he said, these people. That's what he turned. He said, these people. There's the separation right there. These people. They don't rock with us. These people. And see, and see something that all of us got to get in the habit of is, is getting slick with the right one. It amazes me how the Christian will abuse the Christian but love the sinner. It amazes me. Let me get through. And the gist of what he is teaching is this. Despite how you see your family, friends, and even the people in church walk, it is null and void if it ain't from the heart. Don't get, don't get caught up in what you see people doing. It is null and void if it's not from the heart. And when it's from the heart, your walk will line up with what it is that you profess. When it's not from the heart, the actions will always be different from what they say. Lord, have mercy. And unfortunately, what we have here at Unity and churches all over the world, but I'm only concerned about Unity at this moment, is because it's people who believe that they are saved simply because they say they are. You got to be careful about just knowing you saved because you say you are. How do you know you saved and you ain't cracked the book in six months? How you know you saved because you came here and heard me uh, uh, read the verses and put them on the screen if you ain't read the verses for yourself? I could tell you anything. That's why I tell people all the time, never talk Bible without a Bible. Amen. See, 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 so, 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 but, but, but there is, get this, I want you to catch this, there, there, oh Lord, have mercy. And, and, and the people that, that, that act like they are but ain't, their fruit is no good because their fruit is rotten. And when the fruit is rotten, it loses the nutrients that are necessary to inspire and grow more fruit for the kingdom. Be careful. Be careful. Be careful to not be a Christian that walks around with a stench of rottenness. 
because you are not who and what you declare to be. Amen? Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a praise right there. That's where you clap your hands right there. Yeah, you, yeah I, I dare somebody say, I ain't going to have no stench. Be careful about what you won't profess because you might be letting us know what you're going to have. That was kind of like, I dare somebody profess, I'm not going to have a stench. Kim, we're going to need more air freshener. Real quickly, today I'm going to introduce you a new series entitled, A Love That Restores. And I believe that the Lord put this on my heart to teach because we have so many people who, again, profess Christ, yet don't walk in the power of his forgiveness and his restoration. Can I say that again? We have too many people that confess Christ, but do not walk in the power of his forgiveness and restoration. Now, now, now today I'm going to say some things, and, and don't worry, I'm almost done. I, I'm going to say some things that's going to take your attention to understand, and, and it's so important that you hear it and then receive it, uh, this message, because what's about to be discussed, I believe, is a barrier to, mo to so many people, and I say that because it's even been a barrier to myself, amen? And, and I want you to get this. As a pastor, I ask you to believe a lot, amen? Well, you know, I don't ask you to believe. God, God is the one that asks you to believe it, but he uses me as his mouthpiece in the situation. So God has me to ask you a lot. And, and what he has made me ask you, you know, he has already asked of myself. See, see, I'll never come and preach you something that hasn't been preached to me. I'm never going to come and ask you of something that has not been asked of me. You, you understand what I'm saying to you? And so, and so, and so. I want you to get this, you know, he, he's already asked me some of the questions that I ask you. So, so, so I, know, uh, I, I know how trying the request can be. I, I know I say some things, y'all say, I need y'all, and y'all be like, Lord, have mercy. But see, I don't challenge you with anything that I haven't been challenged by in my messages myself. You understand what I'm saying to you? And, and can I go ahead and be all the way real with you? Just because I've been challenged by it. And because I'm preaching about it doesn't mean that I've necessarily overcome it. See, I know you're used to preachers that they get up and act like they got it all together. The beauty of this ministry is that for, for real, for real, we're trying to make it together. I'm not over here talking about, come on, come on, you're close to salvation. I'm talking about, look here, I need you to pray me because I almost tricked off salvation. You understand what I'm saying to you? And, and if I don't keep it real, then what you have before you, you're standing before you, is someone that you think that you can never be like. Not that you should want to be like me. But, but we have too many preachers that have set themselves, you know, apart from the people, making them feel like you can't never be me. You're going to always be messed up. You know, I'm holy. I'm going to teach you the way. But you ain't going to really never get it. But you're going to kind of get it. So you'll be okay. But you ain't going to never be where I am. And he ain't really where he's supposed to be because he wouldn't have that mindset. See, people keep on running around here looking for these perfect pastors and these pastors that say everything correct. But you better find you one that don't mind letting you know where he's at. That don't mind saying, look here, hey, it ain't, this is something I struggle with. I'm going to need your prayers. Be careful of the pastor that don't want to let anybody else pray for him. I don't take no prayer. I'm holy. I, I pray for everyone else. People who act like that are probably... People who are pastored by people like that are probably being prayed on. You understand? So, 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 we're getting through a whole lot of this together, amen? 
Some of y'all gonna be shouting in heaven in this little trip because I'm gonna be shouting with you. <laughs> Me too. Me too. I made it too. Amen. So, so I be, and, and, and I'm just being real because I struggle in areas like you do. But in my messages, I preach to me as well to you. And the only difference is, you know, for the most part is I'm trying to apply what I'm preaching to myself. That's it. That's the problem. That's why we have a divided heart in the church because some of us are trying to apply what's being taught and some of us aren't. And the ones that aren't, this is the funny part about it, they're the ones that think they're cute. And those are the ones that you can't tell nothing. You understand what I'm saying to you? They, those are the ones that are truly unhappy on the inside. You ain't going to tell me. Well, somebody needs to tell you something. You wear your depression like clothing. But you still say, I'm not going to do what he, well, what you coming for? What you buying for if you ain't going to use it? And so, 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 so. But, but, but God, he asked us, he asked, and the reason why we apply it is so we can be better. Don't you want to be better? Don't you want to not hurt no more? Don't you want to stop being afraid? Don't you want to stop that, the things that have overwhelmed you? Don't you want to stop letting it continue to overwhelm you? you see? But, but God, he does. He asks us some cold things. He asks things like uh, have faith in him even when you don't see him there. That's cold, ain't it? And because some of the situations that you're being called to have faith for are so much bigger than you. You understand what I'm saying to you? So, so, so he asked you, he says, I, I, want you to have, I want you to have faith for, uh, uh, I want you to have faith even when you can't see me. <laughs> you know? he, he asked us to believe that someone was beaten beyond our comprehension horribly and, 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 and then get this, uh, he took the beating on the strength of us. He asked you to believe stuff like that, that someone who was perfect and had never done any wrong took a beating on the strength of you and everything and me and everything that we've done. He, he wants us to believe. He wants us to believe something crazy like that. And, and you can't believe that nobody would stand up for you like that to such a measure because ain't nobody ever stood up for you like that to such a degree. Amen? Okay, okay, watch this. And so, and so, and so, he, he, uh, then, 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 then he asked you to, he asked you to believe this, get this. And then after he died, he wants you to believe that Jesus, after Jesus died, on the third day, rose again on the strength of me and you. Hold on, hold on, watch this, because I I, I've never said this, I just got this. He, he, he died, but the love was so real, he couldn't stay dead. The beating was great, but the love was greater, and he couldn't stay dead because if he would have stayed dead, that meant all of us would have stayed dead. Lord, have mercy. So it's critical, it's critical uh, for your entire walk with God that you believe, yeah, he got up, because your entire walk with God hinges on that. You don't believe that, you don't believe, period. You don't make no never mind. How you speak in tongues and you don't believe in that? Why are you on the praise team and you don't believe in that? He asked us to believe some, some crazy things. But I promise you, your belief hinges on it. And re remember in the book of Romans, chapter 10, verses 9 through 10, uh, some pretty important things were said about salvation uh, and about you and I being saved. Let's look at it. Romans 10 and 12, and I'm going to read from the New Living Translation. It says, if you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. 
Verse number 10 says, for it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God. And it is by open declaring, openly declaring your faith that you are saved. Now let's deal with that for a little bit. The Bible says that if you openly declare that Jesus is Lord. So, so, so when you see the words openly declare, we understand that Paul is saying you can never be ashamed of the gospel. He's saying in all of your existence, God should be represented. We don't, get, we don't get to get around people who don't believe and dummy down with our faith. In fact, instead of dummying down, we double down with our faith amongst those who don't believe. For, for even in Romans 1, in 16, uh, in the New Living Translation, we find the Apostle Paul declaring, for I am not ashamed of this good news about Christ. It is the power of God at work saving everyone who believes, the Jew first and also the Gentile. The, 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 the word Gentile in, in the sense that Paul is using it now means everyone who is not a Jew. Mm -hmm. he, he, he's talking about me and you. The, the, the good news is that the power of God is at work saving everyone who believes. And not just believe because you say you do, but believe because you believe. I want to say that to you again. You don't just get saved because you say you are. You, you, he says who believes, and you've got to believe, and not just because you say, I believe. You've got to believe, and I know that you believe when it is that hell is all around you, and you don't shift. You don't change. You don't fold. You don't compromise. You don't break. You've got to believe. <laughs> so you see it. You get it. It only saves who believes or has faith in Jesus, faith in his word. And I say his word because now we have certain groups of people who want to claim God but not claim his word because his word goes against their lifestyle and agenda. We, we, we have madness like uh, 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 people, uh, demons writing things like the Queen James Bible, which is supposed to be a Bible for gay people. Yeah, yeah. Google it. 9.95. Kept it cheap. Kept it cheap. Make sure you get it, see. Satan did the same thing with crack. Powder wasn't killing us enough, quick enough. So he gave us crack because it was cheaper. And you got more. And he could kill quicker. Oh, Lord, y'all ain't hearing me. So, so, so you got to see in the you got to see in the spirit when Satan brings the prices down. Oh God! You, you got to see it in the spirit when he brings the prices down. It watch this, watch this. It ain't, it ain't necessarily a good deal. You remember when we used to bring the prices down? It, 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 it wasn't because it was a sale. It's because it was blow up, baby. It was blow up, baby. I know some of y'all ain't never got down before, but 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 you got that you got that A one, and then you got that blow up. And A one gonna get you where you want to be, but that blow up gonna get you mad. You understand what I'm saying? That A1 can't do it for you like the, oh, yeah, that blow up can't do it for you like the butter do. See, come on, I'm, I'm saved, I promise, I'm, I'm saved, but I just want to talk about it today. Can I talk about it? See, and that's the problem is that a whole lot of us are rocking on blow up instead of faith. You understand what I'm saying to you? And so that when hell comes your way and you think you're going to step out here in faith, blow up gets you toe up. You understand? Y'all ain't hearing me up in here today. I feel like, I feel like preaching a little bit. Hey, man, listen, listen, listen. 
So, 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 so you see it. Uh, watch this. I want you to get this. And, and they got this thing called the Queen James Bible, and it's supposed to be the Bible for the gay people. And, 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 and but, but what I read was, you know, I, the reason why I say it's supposed to be uh, because only, the only real Bible is the Bible of Jesus Christ. And, and Scripture warns us in Galatians 1 and 8 in the New Living Translation. It says, get this, I want you to hear what it says now. Let God's curse fall um, on anyone. Somebody say anyone. Including us or even an angel from heaven who preaches a different kind of good news than the one that we preach to you. So hold on, watch this. Don't be talking about ain't no, other, ain't no other word. There is another word, but it's contrary to the word of words. You understand what I'm saying to you? That verse said it all. That verse right there says, all right, let's just know that there's no justification for our sin, whether it be homosexuality to whoremonger. Sin is sin, and anyone who tries to flip it so that they can live by it is under a curse. Yeah, yeah. They're under a curse. And, and that's why when you start talking to people and, and, and they be talking and, and, uh, uh, and they be talking that mess, get away from them because you understand that they are under a curse. I, I know that you believe this and I know that the Bible says this, but let me tell you this, it's a curse. Because if you know that the Bible says it, you know that I believe this and you know that the Bible says it, then why is there a but? If you know that I believe this and you know that the Bible says there, there is no but. Everything after the but is a curse. Oh, God. Oh, God. Misery loves company, so it's, 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 it's safe to say that cursed people want to curse you. Lord have mercy. So, 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 get this, get this. And we as Christians have to stop being okay with the word until we hear a part of the word that makes us uncomfortable. So let me take it deeper. Or, or, or we, we take on the attitude that we aren't going to believe that. Are we not going to amen that? Because that means we have to come to grips with some hard truths. And, and, and the worst thing, I want, you to, I want you to hear this and hear this well. The worst thing that any of us saved people can do is advocate the sin in the lives of the people that we love. That is not loving them. That is assisting to their damnation. I don't want to say it to you because I love you. Don't, don't you hate when people come back to you and say, uh, uh, I didn't say it because I didn't want to offend you. Bump offending me. You're supposed to love me. And see, some of you are trying to be friends to some people that don't really want a friend, but they want a yes man. Let them go to hell by themselves. You understand what I'm saying to you? Because you've got to tell the truth all the time. And so, 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 so get this, and so, 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 so you have to love the people that you are connected to to stay the course in hopes that your consistency and never wavering mindset eventually wins them over to God. The love of Jesus and the power of his word is what converts and transforms. Did you hear me? The love of Jesus and the power of his word is what converts and transforms, not beating up on people, not making fun of people, not pointing fingers at people, not about people, not hurting people's feelings. Love and the power of God is, oh Lord, have mercy, and the power of God's word is what converts and transforms. We're almost done, I promise. And let's get back to Romans 10, 9 and 10. 
If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. The second clause of that verse says, believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. And, 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 and oh Lord, have mercy. See, see, you have to believe this because if you don't believe that God could or did raise Jesus from the dead, then how could you believe that God can or will raise you from the dead? Can, can I deal with that for a second? This is why it's hard for some of us to walk this walk. This is why it's hard for some of us to overcome some of the demons in our lives. You understand what I'm saying to you? You will always be taken by that enemy until you understand that that enemy has been defeated. You have to believe that that enemy has already been defeated. See, God don't, he ain't caught up with you where you are now. God is caught up with you down here where it's finished. The problem is that you got messed around back here and you can't get here because you're stuck here with what you got caught up in and you can't believe nothing can get you out of it because nothing's been able to get you out of it. Lord have mercy. But, but when you begin, this is why I said you have to read the Bible to the point that it transforms you. If you got an addiction, if you got some type of illness, some type of madness, some type of craziness that you've not been able to come over and get over on and it's been costing you and costing you and costing you, I see suggest that you read and 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 read some more until that thing transforms your thinking into them and until you stop thinking I don't think I can but I know I can I don't think I'll ever be able to get over this to I can do anything through Christ who strengthens me I'm talking about some some of you have been laying in hell oh God you've been laying in hell day in and day out you can't smile for real from the inside. There's no joy on the inside of your spirit because you are constantly being dominated by that demonic spirit. And all I want to tell you today is if you will just trust the word of God, I can do all things. Somebody say all things. I I can do all things. I I can let drinking go. I can let getting high go. I can let fornicating go. I can let lying go. Don't make your never mind what it is that's coming up against me. I can let it go. All I got to do is believe. All I got to do is believe, Lord, let me get through this, let me get through this, and proof, the proof has been around you for years, the proof, the Bible says such a great cloud of witness, the proof's been around you for years, because all of us know somebody that at one time or another was a, was a hot mess, and then all of a sudden they became serious about God, you understand what I'm saying to you, and then when they got serious about God, they began to turn it around, well it wasn't that person who turned it around, they was powerless to the mess, you understand what I'm saying to you, that was overcoming them, that's why they did it, because they was powerless, you ever have somebody come tell you they sorry because what they're caught up in has got you caught up what they're caught up in has broken your heart what they got what they're caught up in has let you down what they got what they're caught up in has you handcuffed handicapped broke down don't ever seem like you're gonna get better you understand what I'm saying to you they're not lying to you when they tell you they're sorry they are sorry then if you're sorry why'd you do it because they're powerless to what it is that's been overcoming them don't ask a person that's been getting high for years to just stop getting high like that ain't gonna happen they're powerless Don't ask somebody that's been drinking for years to just stop drinking like that. That ain't going to happen because why? They're powerless. And until they get to what's powerful, they will always be powerless to that thing that's over them. (laughs) You know people. You know people. And they were powerless to the mess. 
And then, and then, and then what we're taught in Romans 1.16 again, for I am not ashamed of this good news about Christ. It is what? The power of God working. Oh, Lord, have mercy. The power of God at work saving everyone. Who believes? Can I go ahead and tell you? The crackhead can believe. The alcoholic can believe. The prostitute can believe. How you know it's so? Because he said, everyone who believes is the power of God working on them. Dietrich Haddock said the best. He said, I'm so glad that God still hears a sinner's prayer. Lord, have mercy. I don't know about nobody else up in here, but I'm glad I serve a God that wasn't so righteous that he saw my mess and said, mm, can't fool with you. I don't, I don't know about you. Maybe some of you come out speaking, out the womb speaking in tongues, but I'm glad that I serve a God that saw me where I was, that saw me getting high, that saw me fornicating, that saw me in adultery, that saw me in so many different lights and still loved me anyway. Is there anybody in the building that just blesses God because he loved you? He loved you anyway. He loved you despite you. He loved you despite what you did, despite what you said, who you did it with, and how many times you did it. I bless God. Listen, that person, that person, Lord, how mercy, you don't hear me in here. That person that was a mess had an experience with Jesus. Get this. And he didn't just have an experience with Jesus. He believed in and on Jesus. And it was the power of God at work that saved and is continuing to save him. And if you do watch this, and if you begin to believe on Jesus, he will exhibit his power over and through your life. Watch this. And it will begin to save you too. You want to know how to stop being depressed? Believe on God. You want to know how to stop being broken? Believe on God. You want to know how to stop being defeated? Believe on God. But it does not and will not save those who don't believe. No matter how much he might want to, they say he cries tears in hell knowing that he can't release nobody that's already there because that would make him a lie. No matter how bad he might want to, it will not save who don't believe. And when you begin to believe, there begins to be not just a change, but a transformation. And that transformation gets stronger because you begin to live and dwell in the bosom of the power of God. And what used to have you defeated no longer defeats you because you are in that bosom of the undefeated one. And his power continues to save you daily, moment by moment, second by second. Can I go ahead and tell you this real quick and I'm done? Salvation, salvation isn't a one-time thing. It is continual as sanctification is. And we learned that in 1 Corinthians 1 and 18, where it says, For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. But to us who are being, being saved, it is the power of God. For us that's being saved, it is the power of God. When you see that word being, it begins to imply still being saved. Continuously.
being saved. Until you leave here, you will be being saved. And I don't know about anybody else in here, but I bless God that salvation comes with a being. Because if it wasn't something that was happening continually, I'd fall back and fall off. It felt good out there in the world sometimes. That's why it was so hard to walk away from it. How it made you feel. Anybody, anybody remember how it made you feel? Until it got you where you wanted you. And then it began, what used to, what used to begin, what used to have you feeling so good began to betray you. If, if the word isn't being, isn't, isn't saving me on a constant, not day by day, second by second. Because I can run into some people saved and in my right mind. And if it not be for the power of the Holy Ghost, you say the wrong thing and I might not be saved no more but because we are he blessed you with a being saved continually saving you you don't can I, can I tell you this you don't even have to be sad do you understand that no matter how the hell is coming up against you you can walk through it with a smile in your spirit simply because you know that you are being Say, see, because let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. It don't matter the hell that's coming against you. It only matters how you respond. It only matters how you respond. They out here talking about me. They out here. Don't none of that matter. All that matters is how you respond. And if you are busy and serious about being saved, then it don't make no never mind saying about you they treat me so bad pastor can I go ahead I'm talking to somebody in here they treat me so bad pastor leave them they're never I don't know who I'm talking to but leave them the Lord said tell you they're not gonna ever get it right for you people that ain't for you can't get it right for you I don't know who that's for leave them for those of you that have been dominated by sin, dominated by the madness, you ever been so messed up you've just been ashamed of yourself? Sometimes when the enemy is in overdrive, I sit in my room and think about some of the things that I've done, some of the things I've said. And I bless God for the Holy Spirit because the Bible says that the Holy Ghost will bring all things back to remembrance. And every now and again, I need the Holy Spirit to remind me that he forgave me. And if he forgave you, then, then you have no choice but to forgive yourself. Do you, know, do you know that you are still being a victim because you don't believe that God can? 
Do you know that some of you are sitting in here today? Yes, you know it. You know some of you are sitting in here today not believing that God loves you. And the reason that you don't believe God loves you is because you was at your worst and people stopped loving you. But the problem that we have in the church is that we keep on equating the love of God with the love of people. And baby, I tell you, it's not the same. Man will get tired of you. Man will let you go. Man will get fed up. But God's got too much invested to just walk away from you because that was your worst move. He's got too much invested. I'm here to tell somebody today that you do not have to be dominated any longer by sin. All you have to do is believe. Believe. If you believe him, you will see restoration. If you, if you believe him, you'll see breakthrough. If you believe him, you'll see another chance, another shot at it. And the enemy's been telling you, ain't no use in believing because ain't, you've been lying for years. You've been getting it together for years. You've been for years and you still where you are. But I'm here to tell you today that the Lord stopped by, Lord have mercy, to hear your cry. The Lord stopped by to take your pain, to take your isms, to take your issues, to take your addiction, to take your alcoholism, to take your fornication, to take your depression, to take your anger, to take your bitterness, to take your jealousy. He stopped by take your suicide, to take your distrust, to take your inability to love again because you've been hurt so many times before. The Spirit of the Lord is here. The Spirit of the Lord is here and the altar is open. You don't got to wait no longer. You can just bypass me, go to the altar, and let the Lord know what it is that you need. Let the Lord know what it is that you're handing it to him. Hand it to him. I dare you to trust the Lord with just handing it to him today. I promise you, if you hand it to him today on that altar and you leave it there, when you leave, you understand what I'm saying to you? I promise you everything about your life will be different. If you get into those scriptures and you begin to read and you begin to meditate and you begin to make it as important as, as your job and you begin to make it important as your boo and your bae and your husband and wife, if you begin to make the scriptures as important as you make everything else, I promise you those scriptures will transform you and things will get better. I used to live in the belly of the beast. I used to live in the belly of the beast and I used to before I got saved in jail, I would, I, would, I, would, I, would, I would go to church services because it got me out of my pod. And, and I would listen to the preacher say stuff like, it don't make no never mind what you've been through. You can be saved and your life could be different. And all of a sudden, Satan would begin to just thrust memories in my head. Ain't no, he ain't talking to you. You ain't the one. That somehow they, that's a misdemeanor. They got that. They ain't, they ain't, you know. Anybody ever just had felony behavior? You, you might not have never caught a case, but you got felony behavior. You understand what I'm saying to you? You, you ever been in church and, and, and a moment such as this, and, 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 and then all of a sudden, all of your rottenness begins to pop up into your mind? Can I tell you that that is, not, that is not real? That is the enemy who is afraid. He's afraid. He's afraid that if you hear this and you get up and you give your life to God, he's afraid. He's afraid that he'll never have a chance to kill you again. He, so he's, he's not winning, baby. He's desperate. 
You ever seen a desperate person? They do anything, and, and the enemy is desperate right now because there's harabai. There's some of you in here right now that are ready. You're so sick and tired of being sick and tired, and you're sick and tired of it being the way that it's always been, and you're ready to make a difference, and you're ready to make a change, and the enemy's like, ain't no use in you getting up there. Ain't no use in you. You remember you did that, and you remember you said that, and you remember you was talking about such and such. You remember you, you went to someone else and God is saying, come on down here. Come on down here. I have, I have work for you. I have healing for you. I have, I have peace for you. I can make you not hurt no more. Men, you know what I'm talking about, don't you? You know, you know how it, when it hurts, Lord, how mercy. I don't know how a woman hurts, but you know when a man hurts, it, it hurts. Oh, God. You understand what I'm saying to you when it hurts? It, you, you ever just been hurt so bad by you that you can't even explain what you're trying to say? Any, any man know what I'm talking about? Did you been so hurt that you'd be like, I, I know I sound crazy, but what I'm trying to say is, he said, ain't got to hurt no more. For is anybody in the building? that is not saved, that has not given the lives to Jesus. I know you, I know when you was young, you went, and I know when you was emotional, you might have went, but I'm talking about today that really just going to be 100 with themselves. You know what? I've been lying to everybody and myself for so long. It's time that I stop lying because my lying is, is costing me everything. I'm losing everything. I don't, I, I, I'm almost by myself. I, and God has blessed me with people that love me, but I'm about ready to throw them away because I keep on lying. And today's the day that I got to get this thing straight. I got to set my life on course. I got to get with Jesus because if I don't get with Jesus, I'm going to lose everything. what title you hold, position you hold. If there's anybody in the building that needs to be saved today, saved, watch this, from sin, saved from the enemy, saved from yourself, I offer you the invitation to come on down here.